will be for people. So, if you're here for the first time, or you're here for the 20th time, or, you know, you were rocking with us, you weren't rocking with us because we said something you didn't like, and now you're back. I just want to thank you, thank you, thank you for listening. Um, You make a choice every week to be here, and you don't have to be here, and you choose to be here, so that means a lot to me. Um, I also want to let you know that you guys, I need you guys to like, comment, and subscribe on our YouTube channel, um, Single Black Female Podcast, and also leave a review on whatever platform you're listening to this podcast on. Leaving a review helps our podcast um, get some shine and allows people to find us a little easier. So moving on to Sis, are you okay? Sis, bro they y'all i'm not about to get into that but like i said before when i say sis are you okay i don't i mean it in the general sense it's just the way that we on the podcast ask are you guys doing checking in on our strong friends making sure that everything's good because at the end of the day everybody is fighting some type of battle um they may not discuss it they may not show it or they may be the complete opposite and they may discuss it and they may show it and being that they are dealing with some things that you're not um able to handle you may just ignore it and yeah we need to check on people and make sure everybody's good because somebody's always fighting some type of battle um and they just may not want to be open about it but if um, at any point in time anybody needs anything, um, I'm saying this from the bottom of my heart. I'd rather you DM me and I be up with you all night um, than to see that you haven't been on Instagram and then find out that, you know, we took your life. So please, please, please. Um, mental health is something that we've always been very, very serious about. Please, if you're going through something, hit me up. If I don't have the tools, which I mean, I'm not a therapist. I don't have all the tools. I have some things in my toolkit from therapy myself, but I don't have all the tools, all the answers. But I can point you in the direction of help. And even if it's a text line, I can point you in that direction. There's many ways to get help these days. Um, And I think the I feel like mental health is so mainstream right now, which is funny to say, but it's like, do you know how many ads I hear about better health um, and, you know, counselors and people getting help and people being comfortable with saying like, hey, I'm getting help, you know, like, I feel like it's it's no longer a taboo. So no excuses. I'm here. I'm willing to help. Whatever you need, just let me know. Um, as far as myself, I'm doing well. Baby boy and I made it to week 28, which means we have 12 weeks left until he comes into this world, which is pretty scary. Um, I did an anatomy ultrasound today, and for the third time, it was confirmed that he was a boy. Okay? Um, because before... My, my my schedule in my life was hectic when I was not in North Carolina. Um, and I just didn't have the ability to get to the doctor like I needed to. And also, if you've ever lost a child, um, you tend to maybe wait a little bit longer to be seen. So I waited until I was in my second trimester 
to go to the doctor and get medical attention or not medical attention, but be under the care of a, a, a doctor just because I wanted to make sure like this is going to stick, you know, like I wanted to be a hundred percent sure because it does me, does me no good to go through all of that stuff and get stuff and prepare for baby to lose it before I hit my second trimester. You know, I feel like that's more damage than it's, than it's worth. Um, which is why I'm slowly getting things for him now. Like we literally have three months and I'm still slowly buying things. Like today I bought his first pair of onesies and socks. Um, and that's just a way for me to protect myself, to do little things, but not have an abundance of things that, you know, I possibly be, possibly may not be able to, to use. Um, and I don't think it's like, I don't think it's morbid and I don't think it's being negative. Like, of course, I'm hoping for the best, but I can also do things to make things easier if the outcome is not favorable. So enough about that. Uh, work is going well. I'm not as busy this week as I was last week. Praise God, I'm in the office. Um, and tomorrow's our Friday, so... It's, it's lit and I'm recording this on a Wednesday like I've really look we were traveling we did travel this week so what I did I was like taking it back Old Testament style and I was uh I was actually writing out the show by hand um and transferring it onto my computer when I got home because I just want to do so much better for you guys and I want to get organized and I want to get my life together and I want everything to just be like a well-oiled machine um but for the most part, I've done the podcast by myself um, as far as like the background work and just trying to juggle that in life and pregnancy and being tired. And, you know, it's just it's a bit much. So I promise you one day we will be a well-oiled machine. But until then, this is what you get. And I love you guys for being here. So moving on to spill the tea. So the title of this is I Dislike Most of My Friends, and that's unfortunate. Um, like I said, blind react, always a blind react. I'm reacting with you guys. So let's get into this. I want to mention first that I have had a bunch of issues, ADHD, and I'm still figuring out if I have depression. So all of this could probably be my own fault. In truth, I actually find this sad because all of the memories I have with them I just can't stand them anymore. Two of them are dry as hell. Other ones are walking red flags that just make fun of me and the people around them. Like two of them don't read my messages unless they need something. Not shaming anyone who doesn't read messages. I don't read them sometimes because of anxiety. But if you ignore someone's messages or call or calls unless you need something from them, then F you. And then there's my best friend who I used to have a crush on. But not anymore. We just have completely different tastes on everything. And we can only have have like two topics for conversation. And she's also incredibly dry. The other best friend, I can't take anything serious. Um, I have can't take anything serious. Like, I just want to have a conversation with you. Why the hell do you suddenly start cracking shitty jokes? I would be stressed about something and he would just start saying dumb s-h-i-t 
The one friend I really liked that I would give a hand for just to give a, I would give a hand for just as appeared because he doesn't have a method of communication. So yay for effing me. I realized recently that since high school, these people have not changed at all. And I liked them just the way they were back then and thought that recently they just started being weird. They've always been like this. It's, I know it's probably easier to just cut them off, but then I won't have friends. It's such bullshit. I'm tired of pretending I like these people. It hurts. It's like when I hang out with them, I have a personality and the second we part ways, I go back to my miserable self. But simply saying goodbye to the good times I had would be sad. I don't have I don't hate them at all. I just don't like them the way I used to. I'm sure what to I'm not sure what to do. Maybe I should just keep being a fake human being and deal with it. So a little bit a little bit sounds like you because I feel like somebody being dry as hell, I feel like that's subjective and it's not objective. I feel like that's more of an opinion because I feel like I'm dry as hell, but when I'm around the right people or the right like the right environment, I can be not so dry. I can be loosey goosey. Um, you know, so I feel like that's more of you projecting. Um, but honestly, it sounds like you grew out of your friend group and that's okay. You're allowed to grow, you're allowed to separate from people. Um, and if you have to go into an environment and you have to be fake, I mean, which a lot of people I think with depression and anxiety do on a daily basis, but I'm saying like, if you genuinely don't like somebody and you have to fake that you like them to be around them, you probably don't need to be around them. Um, and that's totally fine. Like I said, people are here for seasons. Um, learn what you need to learn from them and dip if that situation or relationship or friendship no longer serves you. You're entitled to dip. You don't have to be there. So, ladies and gentlemen, if you have a confession or want to get something off your chest, please submit your confession to spill the tea at singleblackfemalepodcast.com. Your secret will be revealed on the following week's show. Moving right along to best friend talk. So, this week, we're getting real about hygiene. And when I talk about hygiene, I'm not talking about dental hygiene. I'm talking about body hygiene, like when you get in the shower. So I know some of y'all looked at today's topic and laughed or snickered, but here at the Single Black Female Podcast, our mission is to uplift, educate, and motivate, okay? Not to be that vet, but when I joined the military, I realized that not everyone comes from the same background, um, and what, it may, what may have been deemed important in your household may have been overlooked in another person's home. Um, while being housed with these individuals for eight weeks, you notice that everyone doesn't have the same hygiene standards as you do. If this is you or you're just curious about best, best practices, stick around and I got you covered. So growing up personally in my home, hygiene was of the utmost importance because we were females. Um, my mother always told me to have clean underwear because you never know if you're going to end up at the hospital. Um, and how does that transfer over into my adult life? Last week, I had to run to the hospital because I wanted to make sure everything was okay. And um, I was on the range all day. And instead of going straight from the range to the hospital, I went home, I showered, I shaved. Um, and I not really dolled myself up, but I just made sure I looked okay. I smelled okay. 
Um, and then I went to the hospital. Um, I didn't want to be, you know, I never want to be insecure about the way I smell um, when dealing with medical professionals. And I know they probably, they're used to it, especially if they're in the ER, they're used to it. You know, not everybody plans to go to the hospital. You just sometimes just end up there. But personally, that, like I said, that was something that was harped on as a child. And that's how it transfers over into my um, adult life. So once I got to college, I was forced to share a bathroom um, with women. And at that time, my thought process was women are nasty AF. I was I would see some of like the wildest things. Um, and I'm not going to get into it. But I just feel like when you're in a common area, I just feel like there's certain things that you don't do because you're sharing that space with other people. Um, like my roommate, uh, trigger warning, discharge, I don't know. I don't know if that triggers people, but my roommate had a discharge. And yes, it's normal to have a discharge where women are vagina self-cleaning, but she decided to leave her panties in the middle of the floor. And like I said, it's a common area. I don't want to see your crusty panties. I don't think anybody should have to be forced to see your crusty panties. So why not take them off and immediately put them in the dirty clothes? But um, I think she actually came from like a group home and not to say that, you know, they didn't instill values in her. I don't know what they did, but, you know, maybe that's not something that was taught to her by her mother if she was living in a group home. Maybe that's not something they harp on. Or maybe she just had freedom for the first time and she said, F it, I'm going to put my drawers wherever I want because I'm on my own and I'm an adult and that's just what it is. Um, so yeah, it's it's just like, I don't know. It's, I feel like I had to grow into understanding that people are different. So after basic training, my thought process was people are nasty AF. Um, after conducting numerous searches in barracks room where you saw flashlights in every male's room, um, or you went through base housing and the the home would be completely destroyed, um, and this is how these people were living, I was just I was I was in awe. I was shook um, because I'm like this is not this is not right. This is not right. But like I said. Not everybody has the same upbringing, but after becoming a mother and realizing that I'm the person that is solely responsible for instilling good habits into my child, I had an epiphany. There's somebody gross for their lack of cleanliness or poor hygiene habits. I don't know what was considered acceptable in their household. Hygiene could have been tossed by the wayside, depending on their parental figures. Maybe they had their grandparents raising them. Um, and then in that case, they're probably not going to be hands-on because they're older. Um, they're doing, sorry, they're doing just enough to ensure that you're fed, you're taken care of, you're alive. Um, or maybe they had, maybe that person had a lot of responsibility. Maybe they were the parent and it was their job to get their brothers and sisters out the door and hygiene was the last thing on their mind. Or maybe just the living conditions that they were, you know, subjected to it kind of like overpowered what what was important you know like or what was considered important how they were living maybe there was no room to sit down and talk about hey 
wash your body, wash your balls, do this, do that, do this. Um, so before I get in too deep and address anything, I just want to say this episode is strictly for educational purposes. I'm not here to make fun of anyone. I'm not here to make anybody feel less than. I'm giving advice based on what I feel are best practices, as well as some medical professionals. So let's start in the restroom. Ladies, when you're using the restroom, whether it's pee or poop, you need to wipe from the front to the back, okay? When I was a kid, my mother, she made all types of songs for anything. Um, and I remember vividly that song called Wipe That Booty Right. And it went a little something like, wipe that booty right. Wipe that booty right. From the front to the back, from the front to the back. Wipe that booty right. That's how important wiping was in the home. Um, and according to uh, verywellhealth.com, wiping from front to back especially in, is especially important for people with a vagina, ladies. I hope nobody's offended because, you know, I get it. Other people have vaginas these days. But this is because it prevents fecal matter from entering the urethra, the opening where urine exits the body. One accidental exposure to fecal matter is one of the leading causes to this type of urinary tract infection. Healthline.com states not wiping properly can raise your risk for UTIs and spread bacteria that can make others sick. Improper wiping can also cause anal discomfort and itching. <sighs> so, ladies and gentlemen, um, please, I'm, I'm hoping you gather the importance of wiping from front to back. I was on TikTok. I haven't been on a while. Um, I just, I think I just took it off my phone, honestly, because it's a wormhole. But there was this woman, and she was legitimately asking, like, how do you wipe from front to back? My arms aren't that long. And I'm like, you just kind of make it work. You reach around, you know, you do a reach around and you wipe that booty right. Like, I I don't know any other way to wipe. And maybe that's because, um, you know, maybe that's because it's, it's just something that's been instilled to me into me but um it's it's of the utmost importance your health relies on it and the health of the people that you're um engaged with sexually uh you know their health relies on it too so unless you have any physical limitations that prevent you from doing so um it's best to reach around your body behind your back through the legs this position allows you to wipe from wipe your anus from front to back uh, usually when I do number two, I do number one. So I just start from the vagina, the vagine, and I just bring it all the way back. Um, a lot In a lot of Asian countries, um, there's teachers that actually show proper, proper wiping. I've seen that a couple of times. I will absolutely be happy to upload a video for you guys um, so you can see what's good with wiping that booty right, all right? So boom, if you have a penis, okay, if you have a penis, this is for you. I'm not saying who the penis belongs to, what gender, but I'm saying if you have a penis, listen up, okay? So you can wipe your anus from front to back, back to front, up and down, side to side, all around if you want, whatever feels best and gets the job done. 
your bits are further apart. So the spread of feces from your urethra is much less likely. But in my humble opinion, I just think you should just wipe from front to back because if you're wiping from side to side, up to down, left to right, you're probably going to get some poo-poo on your balls. And, you know, we want to keep the balls as fresh as possible. Uh, you don't want doo-doo particles everywhere. That's not cute. So when it comes to peeing, I've seen this shake method personally, okay? And it's cool, but we know you can only shake so many times before you're playing with it, all right? After using the restroom, simply grab a piece of toilet paper, fold it a couple of times, um, and just dab. Dab the front of the urethra, um, you know, the pee hole. Just, just dab it real quick. Uh, your underwear will appreciate you in the long run, and anyone that I may encounter you later on that day, they're going to be, you know, grateful that they don't have a whiff of piss coming at them when you take your draw off. So I, you know, I get it. It's easier. And I know there's no, it's probably no toilet paper roll by the urinal, but you don't want like old pee just sitting on your, your briefs, or your boxers all day until you're ready to shower. So we're moving on to the shower. So before we get into the shower, we need to prep. Personally, when I'm washing in the shower i use multiple soaps i use a body soap and i use a soap for my face we all know men if they could would use dawn and irish spring all over their body but let's do something or let's use something that's good for the skin especially if you can afford it so you're going to need two washcloths and a towel or a washcloth and a scrubbing apparatus for your face um, or you can even mix it up and do a washcloth for your face and a loofah, whatever you want to do, but you need two separate, um, items for your face, one for your face and one for your body. Okay. Some people use, choose to wash their face with their hands, but after a while you're going to need to exfoliate your face. And I just, best practices, um, if it's like first thing in the morning or, you know, in the evening, I prefer to wash my face with the washcloth. Um, I use like a baby washcloth, which is, you know, gentler on the face. Um, but yeah, back to the two washcloths, okay? We are using one strictly for the face. I say again, we are using one strictly for the face and then one strictly for the, the body. Because now that we're best friends, what I'm not going to allow you to do is wipe your face with the same washcloth you wiped your anus with, okay? I'm not allowing it. It's done. If you want to come to the cookout, stop stop wiping your face with your booty rack, okay? All right, so boom. With the designated face cloth, wash your face to include your neck. Hit behind your ears. You can hit inside your ears if you want to. Um, I reserve my ears strictly for the forbidden Q-tip, but that's my business. That's my personal preference. But after you're done with that washcloth, put it away. Don't touch it again. Don't use it for anything else on the body, okay? Scrub the upper back. If you can't reach the whole back because you aren't Gumby or Mrs. Incredible, um, I'd use something made to help you reach your back. Scrub the chest. Scrub the armpit. Scrub your arms. Scrub your stomach. Whatever. Uh, you're not just scrubbing the parts that stink. You're not just scrubbing the hot spots. You're also exfoliating the dead skin as well. 
Ladies, 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 this is for you. This one is for the ladies, okay? The inside of your vagina does not need soap. I repeat, the inside of your vagina does not need soap. Um, if your vagina doesn't smell fresh, maybe you just worked out, maybe you, you know, did a brook march, maybe uh, you've been moving around all day or it's just been, you know, a long day. You wash your vagina with water, the inside of your vagina with water. Um, the water should be more than enough to remove that fresh scent. Make sure you're wiping uh, close to the clitoris, um, making sure you don't have any toilet paper debris or anything up there. But if you do have a more offensive odor coming from your vagina, I do advise you to seek medical attention and your gynecologist should be more than likely able to assist you. All right, now after washing the inside of your vagina with strictly water, you can move on to the vulva, which is like the exterior part of your vagina. You can put soap on that. I would recommend like something like not, not Bath and Body Works. That doesn't need to be around your cooter. Um, your cooter is not supposed to, I'm sorry, we're adults. Your vagina is not supposed to smell like a bed of roses. Um, it's just not supposed to smell offensive. So according to the Mayo Clinic, you don't have to use soap to wash your vulva um you do not if you want to use soap choose a soap that's unscented mild or colorless fragrance soap can irritate the sensitive skin around the vulva and most supermarkets have a range of feminine washers and sprays that are said to reduce and clean the vagina but they don't really do that do not buy these your vagina does not need any of these items to be clean and it certainly doesn't need to smell like a freaking rose garden. What did I say? That's a bar. It doesn't need to smell like a rose garden. That's not realistic. I don't know what you guys are watching on TV. I don't know who told you that it's supposed to smell like the Garden of Eden, but it's not, okay? It's a vagina. Grow up. So these products were essentially created to prey on people's insecurities regarding their body odors. In truth, these products are both unnecessary and can be harmful as they can irritate your vulva. All right, so moving on from the lady bits, um, ensure you're washing your booty. Get get in between those cheeks. Spread them if you have to. If you have a donk, um, as young soldier boy once said, lift the donk and, and get in the crevices. You know what I'm saying? Like, we don't want any toilet paper. We don't want any debris. We don't want any dingleberries. Like, just wash that booty. Like, it's a job. Like, don't go in there and just run the water you know don't don't just let the water bless your skin and think that's enough like no we're we're self-care baby that's a part of self-care i mean it's a part of it should be a part of your daily you know routine and don't get me wrong um i've been so depressed where i don't go take a shower for a minute you know what i'm saying like if you've never been there you can't you can't judge um you can't judge that situation like if you've never either way you can't judge it like because how you feel doesn't matter um but if you're in the shower and you're trying to get clean don't be playing with it just go in there scrub that body like it's a job scrub that booty like it's a job and and get out men take the same advice when it comes to the booty ensure that you lather up your loofah or your washcloth and wash them balls we know when you wash them and we know when you don't we're like santa claus in that sense it is not rocket science. Just clean the bowls, please, Jesus. Um, ensure that you keep the same energy when you get to the penis. And if you're not circumcised, 
please pull the skin back and wash that area and um ensure that it's clean like it's not that deep just 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 clean it like i said don't go in there playing around your health and the health of your partner relies on it once again it's not just about you especially if you're out here doing you with other people just be clean just be clean okay um continue to work your way down the body washing your thighs your legs i say again your legs joseph if you're listening to this the water that trickles down from your dirty body onto your legs does not make your legs clean okay it's not a substitute for scrubbing your feet it is not it's not a substitute for scrubbing your legs it is not um that that those body parts need need to be exfoliated um and if they don't get exfoliated the oil the dirt it's all going to mix up and it's going to just start coming off and it, you're just you're you're dirty you're legitimately dirty like you can see that over time um so just scrub your legs i i remember like i was watching this uh recording of a podcast and this girl was talking about how she washes her body in the shower and i think this is that was my whole reason for having this episode because i have i've heard too many people too many adults expose themselves and it's not like exposing themselves like you know granted that's 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 the way that they did it you know that's the way that they chose to wash their body or they were taught to wash their body but in a sense of like everybody was shocked when they said that this was their bathing routine or this was their shower routine so they they look you to expose themselves um and and people are, are just shocked like when the lady asked asked on tiktok how do you wipe from front to back she exposed herself she exposed that she doesn't wipe from front to back um and i just i think it's important it's of the utmost importance um to to know what you need to do when taking care of yourself like you know this is this is not even the meat and the potatoes this is basic stuff you know super basic um but like i said not everybody knows um the importance of this stuff so according to medical news today it is advisable to shower or bathe daily using soap and water to rinse away dead skin cells oil and bacteria people uh we're in a panorama okay just kidding i don't know if we're still in a pandemic like let's be real i'm not sure i'm confused on what's going on but that's neither here nor there so people can pay special attention to areas that accumulate more sweat the hot spots such as the armpits and between the toes, the groin area, but just just take care of it all. If you take care of your body, your body's gonna take care of you. Um rinse your body off and repeat the whole process if if necessary. You know what I'm saying? Like when I'm in the shower, I'm alone. I'm just chilling, you know. Nobody can I mean well, Reagan still finds a way to, to call my name, but like, that's just me time. So sometimes, sometimes I'm going to do the whole process over or I'm going to, you know, sit there and think about stuff that's not even important. Like, but while I'm in there, I'm going to, I'm just going to keep myself busy. So I'm just going to scrub everywhere, even if I'm doing it over and over and over. Like, like I said, it's not rocket science, but I understand like when I was younger, I used to think common sense was common. And that's the biggest misconception because it's not. 
Um, and then, like I said, my thought process on people and their hygiene um, or lack thereof, you know, hygiene is not um, something that everybody is exposed to or everybody is, you know, taught. Some people, some kids are out here getting it on their own and they're raising themselves the best that they can and they don't have that figure. So maybe a, a bird bath or what people like to refer to it as a whole bath when you're just hitting the hot spots, maybe that's all they know. So like I said, as a best friend, I'm here to help you. Um, and you can take the advice or you can leave it. It's not law. It's not Bible. You know, like, like I said, um, I just want you guys to understand that this episode is only for educational purposes only. Um, this is not a knock on anybody who chooses not to use this, these practice. It's only a guide. Um, hygiene could be not really, not really like a taboo, but something that you don't want to approach somebody about. Um, you may think it's weird that they stink. You may think it's annoying. You may even find it funny. Um, when you can tell that somebody is lacking in the hygiene department, but if you truly care about them, help them. And if it's something that can't be fixed immediately or you're not going to bring it up, mind your business. Like at this point in my life as an adult, I, I'm, I no longer get, um, anything out of making fun of people. Granted, you know, when I was younger, I think we all were like that. You know, it was funny to make somebody the butt of the joke. But like I said in the beginning, everybody is fighting a battle. You don't know their background. You don't know what they're fa- they're battling at the moment. You don't know anything about anybody. You just see what you see. Um, so if you're willing to help, help. And if you're not, STFU and just keep it moving, like honestly. Uh, so before I go... I just want to let you guys know that you are beautiful, you are loved, you're more than enough. And if you're fighting, continue to fight because the your absence is a lot greater than you think. Um, yeah, so I love you guys. The links to the websites that I use as research will be in the description box of um, the episode. Um, I'm going to say it until I'm blue in the face. If you guys need anything, reach out. I love you guys. Thank you so much for being here. Bye.